Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number 12. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Private Practice Fan Podcast. Cliff Ravenscraft here. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. <laughs> Did you forget? No, it just you. It sounded like you were going to say something else right after, right after your name. So I was just waiting. I didn't. Anyway, no worries at all. So, everybody, welcome to the twelfth episode. You looked at me funny when it I just said it. Seems like there should be more than twelve. That's I know. All. Well, that you know the thing is, is I was looking for the title before the show started okay. to kind of do some pre-show preparation for tonight's podcast, and I was looking. It's like, what? What do you mean, season two? Yeah, episode three, huh? That's because season one got shortened by the by the writer strike and. No, but I'm saying so it, it, it feels it like just, it just feels like this has been a show we've been watching for more than one and one season and three episodes. That's because it's so good. It is awesome. Folks, I am so excited. Stephanie and I are both very excited about some awesome things happening with private practice as they relate to gspn.tv. And many of you who are part of the gspn.tv community, those folks who have joined the community, that means the people who participate live, who are on the mailing list over at gspn.tv slash list. By the way, are you on the list? Uh, the folks who are interacting with us and... Uh, jo- I am on the list, but I delete those emails as they come in. <laughs> Thank you, babe. <laughs> I'm kidding. But not only that, but uh, for those who are interacting with us on the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum, they already know all about this. In fact, that's probably the reason why we have such an awesome turnout here tonight in the live chat room. I have no doubt. However, what's, what's exciting for those of you who don't know this yet is that I had the awesome privilege of interviewing directly... Katie Strickland and Paul Edelstein. Yes, you did. This morning, I had the opportunity to do that. It was it was it was a tremendous blessing, and it is amazing how it came around. About one of my consulting clients, his name is Bill. He does a show, a radio show called Man Talk, and he happened to be calling me up and said, "Hey, I'd like to uh, get some consulting, you know, done. Do you mind if we uh, reserve an hour or two of your time?" And so I said, "Sure." And through the process, he says, oh, by the way, um, I just want to let you know, I've got this interview coming up with some folks from private practice. Would you be interested? Since I know you do a private practice fan podcast, why don't, would you be interested in coming in and asking them some questions? Okay. And he told me who it was. I was like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'd like that. And so I, I had that opportunity this morning and Stephanie unfortunately couldn't be there. She was at the time. Uh, basically, I take, was working my 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 um your day my job, day job. <laughs> taking care of the kids, and so and of course the, we were completely dependent upon their schedule, obviously, right? And and it went it went awesome. And I'm going to be playing for everybody that interview. I have like seven minutes of interview. Okay, uh, basically, just so you know, so I can set it up. It's a shared interview. Right. So uh, it was Man Talk's show, Bill over at Man Talk. It was his show, but. 
Uh, he allowed me to participate in it and ask a couple questions. It 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 came off really well, I think, in the in the end, and and it was very fun, very interesting to talk to them. So we'll play that in a little bit. Okay. Before we do that, let's go ahead and I'm really cover. excited because I I want um I, I want to tell people that I haven't heard it yet because I've been waiting to share my my first reaction with the listeners. So I, I haven't heard the interview yet and it's been killing me all day to, <laughs> to not listen. And I was trying to be very sneaky and ask Cliff questions like, well, um, what was one thing I said? Well, what did Paul say about this? And you're, and you, but you caught me. You, you caught on, and yep. so it didn't work. Yep, yep, yep. It, but but only because you told me not to tell you. I know. I All know. right. Very cool. Yep. Well, let's go ahead and cover what's in this episode, Perfect. and then we'll get right into the interview. Okay. Because I'm I, I'm excited to share it. I mean, I really am. Um, as you can tell, you should be. I, I it was it was an honor. It was really cool. But anyway, let's go ahead and talk about this episode, season two, episode three. Again, it seems like we've been listening to this for so much or or watching this for so much longer than we have. Absolutely. Uh, Nothing to talk about is the title of this episode. Right. Nothing to talk about. Although they gave us a lot to talk about. They gave us quite a bit to talk about. Uh, Kay Rich in the chat room says Dell is always a hottie. So uh, (laughs) we we know where her loyalties lie. It was nice to see Dell. Someone else had said that he was he was especially. Exceptionally hot in this episode. Exceptionally hot, or something in this like that. I don't remember, but anyway, um, I, I the, think that I think that his hotness in this episode that people are are, I, I think it's more of his confidence and his standing up for himself that that is making him appear more attractive. I agree. I agree. He seemed, of course, he's a man. Not he, a boy. He was. He wasn't doing a, a whole lot of that. I mean, I guess he did stand up a he little did. bit, even at the hospital. But but now at the end, obviously, absolutely. So that was awesome. I love that he came in with his list of demands. His writer. That's what it. The, um, a when a celebrity is is appearing on a show or are um, going to perform. You know, if a band is going to perform at at a club they will they will send their writer over which is a list of their demands oh is that what that yeah. is very cool so Del Del handed in his writer wow you got all this stuff can so when we start getting big because you know we're huge now that we've <laughs> talked to somebody on cash right you, you, you'll send over um, the writer for us is that what you're saying sure <laughs> stephanie and i were joking we went out and had our business meeting today uh for our podcast network yeah. and all the things that we're working on and and or was it before we went for our meeting? Stephanie what? goes, oh, before you know it, Regis is going to call and ask you to come on the show. Yeah, that was that was before <laughs> because that's something you had joked about in the beginning. Yes, when we first like, started the Lost Podcast, ep- I think it was episode two Probably. of the Weekly Lost Podcast. Probably <laughs> we joked around that one day we're going to be famous. We'll be on Regis and Kelly. I don't want anyone to take this the wrong no, way, but I'd rather be it. on Ellen. Oh yeah, okay. You can say it that She's way. She's fun. Ellen is fun. Not I would, that they're I not would not, fun. I would not mind going on the Ellen show. She's hilarious. She is. So anyway, all right. So uh, enough about us. Let's talk about the show. Oh. What I have here is uh, first of all, let's talk about Sam and using Naomi. Sam, I am got as a on doormat. My I know. 
Number one, you don't talk shop in bed. <laughs> just, <laughs> no just, doubt. Especially not when you, I mean. I've I never done that before, have I? Stole the person's job. We won't go there. But, um, <laughs> you know, not when you come in and you, you swoop in and you kick the other one to the side and then you're going to, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that That's just Did not you, right. You don't talk shop in bed. I love that. That's a good quote. Thanks. All right. I put down Sam and Naomi's pillow talk is what I called it. But anyway. It wasn't even pillow talk. Her head's (laughs) hanging off the foot of the bed. Come on. Anyway, the the opening scene obviously seemed to start off really hot and steamy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just like a cold chill flush through that room. Do you know what I think of is, um, you know, I've seen a lot of actors give interviews and to think that they had to they had to do those um, those sounds and make those faces with a whole crew of camera oh, and I lights know. and that would that would and be humiliating. Fa- Did you say the faces? Yeah, yeah. That would be humiliating. That I know that that would be even for two beautiful people mm-hmm. like like Tay Diggs and Audra McDonald. Yes, you no know, doubt. humiliating. So. All right, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Sam in just a minute. Okay, but they open up with this super hot, steamy mm-hmm. scene, and then they fro. I mean, they just basically cooled things down really quick with okay. Sam. But then before the then we had the title se- sequence, and did you hear something? I heard it. And I wasn't sure until you said it out loud. I mean, did anybody else in the chat room, did you guys hear this? It's the same as Grace. It was like they played like four little notes from that that song from Grace. Yeah. Um... In the first, it in was the just few, first do, few, do, do, do. yeah, in the first few seasons of Grey's, they had this whole um, opening sequence, and and it was it was the same music. It was, it, 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 if not, it was. There was another crossover too, in in uh, not the same words, but in the same. Um, oh, what was it? I pointed it out. There was a crossover. Oh, there, with there Grace? was. A, oh no. Um, of what? It, th- can I go ahead and jump here? You jump wherever you want Good. to. This I is love your when podcast you say that. as um, well as mine. I it, think. it was my idea. Was it yours? It was my brilliance. All right, go ahead. Um I'm kidding. Please. <laughs> no, <but> I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, there at the end when um when Cooper went to Charlotte's house and she's like, just take off your pants, just take off your pants. And he's like, no, we talk now. You know, you told me I had a big head and you made me feel better about myself. And, um, he didn't say the words, but it was very similar to Mark, um, on Gray's telling oh, Addison, yes. um, you can't have this without this. Exactly. And so it was, yeah, that was a, yes, exactly. It's the same thing. So pretty much. Pretty much. All right. So we talked about the musical note. Sam micromanaging just to, to to finish off that topic, you know, using Naomi as a doormat. And of course, we that can lead us right into Naomi, mm-hmm. you know, and her issues of just allowing him to Absolutely. treat her that way. Here's what I don't get. I don't get why they don't why it's so me against you and why don't they just start being a team, which is what they were when they started this practice. Well, I think they had they had a falling out together. Of course, they had a falling out. They got a divorce. (laughs) It tends to happen. No, but, I'm talking about the the whole practice. I mean, there they had a falling out. There there was a there was a major upheaval. Uh, there was the breach of trust, and and her. I mean, obviously, people had been 
I get that. But if they'd all start talking, they could move forward. Well, that's that's exactly what this episode was all about. And it started (laughs) at the very end. They are working through these, which I think, by the way, can I just say what a relief? What a relief relief it is. Yes. What a relief that this episode was not I mean they had the cross dresser okay but they didn't they didn't necessarily go into that as quote unquote cross dressing cross dressing right like like it was coping exactly they talked about a more of a coping situation and and the guy didn't even like that he did it himself and so he was trying but that's neither here nor there but this was not one of those oh my gosh super heavy intense moral dilemma right episode you know, and and but I was a they little. They could have gone that way with the sun. Yes, they really could have, and I was glad to have a break. Well, we'll talk about that. So. But I just want to say how glad I am that tonight's episode was so entirely focused on the relationships Absolutely. between the doctors <laughs> at this practice. Could you repeat that for me, please? Oh, did I just say that could, I want to? Could you please relation, just repeat yes, that? Yes, the for relationship me. crap. Exactly. Well, they're not going to give us any kind of time travel and private <laughs> practice. No, they're not. I know that that's not going to happen. Come on. Uh, that's so, funny. but yeah, I, I, no, I, Cliff is a shipper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, for this show, I am. I, I, yeah. I'd, I'd much prefer seeing the relationships because that's what drew me in to private practice. Right. The whole idea of why I love private practice as a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy and have hands down have said over and over again how much more I love private practice over and beyond Grey's Anatomy is because it's more of a there's more of a a mature attitude among the people in the the characters in the show. They're meatier topics. They're I, I guess I'm getting older. And and, it, and I'm finding myself <laughs> relating to these people a little bit more. And just like Beth says in the chat room, there is no McMurderer in this one. Thank <laughs> so you. Anyway, thank you for that, Beth. Oh, it, wow. it is more adult. It is more grown up. And I'm glad you're finally realizing that you're getting older. Hey, now I am getting older. But let's talk about something else, please. Uh, so what else do we want to talk about? Where were we talking about? You oh, have I, just the I the talking thing was good. I, I like right. that. And and basically, if you, you should check out if you're going to check out and you're having issues with talking with people in relationships, you know, and mm-hmm. and and you kind of relate to what they're going through. I really want to I want to encourage you to check out another podcast that we do. It's called Family from the Heart. Family from the Heart, and you can find it at familyfromtheheart.com. And what's awesome is we cover a lot of relationship issues, uh, both husband, wife, parent, child, but then just, you know, a lot of relationship issues beyond that. And it's a good show where we cover a lot of those topics. But let's talk about some other things with Naomi. What else is going on with Naomi? She is. Here's the funny thing is that Sam is using Naomi as a doormat, but Naomi is using Violet because she needs well, she needs her Addison. Exactly. And she she's trying to fill the void with Violet. And I was so glad to see Violet stand up for herself at the end. Violet rocked at the end. You know, that hurt. And, you know, I know I'm supposed to say it's okay, but but it's not. And if you want to talk to me, talk to me because you want to talk to me. Don't use me as your Addison. I love that. that. Awesome. You hurt. I love you hurt me. 
I see, see. And it's not okay. And it's not okay. I Can I just say that, th- th- you know, that was brilliant television. Grown That's grown Exactly. That's grown up. And, and I really do wish in real life more often than not that we would have that kind of talk between each other. Husbands and wives, friends, brothers, sisters, cousins, you know, aunts, uncles. I mean, we need this stuff, you know, we do need to talk. And and man, who knew we would go from having a show that's filled with, you know, this, this, this and this and then go to something that is so awesome as as really bringing about the, the need to talk and having, you know, just, just being transparent and authentic mm-hmm. with who you are. Right. And and putting it on. The, and she wasn't apologetic. And you don't need to be apologetic. Like, listen, don't. I'm the one hurt here. And you seem to be completely oblivious to the fact that I'm hurt and you need to know this and and things aren't ever going to get better, better in that practice unless you go and you face it. And of course, that's exactly what Addison told Dell. Yes, it is. So she even I had- really liked Addison at the end when um, clearly Charlotte was trying to woo her. You yes. Know, offering her a job, really trying to get to get her to come. Um to the hospital and I love at the end when she's sitting on the bench and Charlotte's like so what's it like to be a great and she said I operated on what was it six people and I didn't know their name I didn't know who they were I just cut them open and sewed them back together that's not a doctor and that's not great they did you know they only had one hour to show the whole wooing scenario Mm -hmm. and obviously they showed the breakdown in the practice both in the last couple episodes or at least just this last episode and in the beginning of this one and of course the the fact that nobody's talking they're ignoring her that she feels like an outsider again right and she got brought into the hospital and it's like wow she's feeling that that adrenaline rush of doing of doing those surgeries and it's heather's husband who comes to the rescue because mm-hmm. up until then it's like, wow, she, it, it, I mean, they, it seemed a little, the, the transformation seemed a little rushed right then. It's like, it's like, wow, that's how convenient is that? But they did a good job. I think with the amount of time that they had mm-hmm. to really use that husband's little monologue to say, you should have known her name. You should have known her name. Right. And, and of course that's, that's exactly why she left uh, Seattle Grace is because you know she was tired of that she she wanted to change she wanted to make a difference she wanted yep. to get to know the people Absolutely. and this well re- even at Seattle Grace when she was performing surgeries on you know four or five six people a day she still knew their backstory she still you know they were her patient these people weren't her patients Charlotte was just wooing her with surgery Right. You know, I have this. Can you can you, you know, fix it? I have this. Can you fix it? She she had no connection with those people. Even when she was working at Seattle Grace, she she had a relationship, not a relationship, but, you know. Right. A doctor patient relationship with those people. Of course. But they they did try to play it off. I like how they just rode the line of whether or not. Number one, when she was offered the job, she says, I'll think about it. And then somebody else commented on how many surgeries and how Mm -hmm. many hours. Dell did. Dell. Yes. And she says, what? Do you think I just delivered babies? Ha ha ha. Right. Much. I'm so far beyond She's a double certified. (laughs) Double (laughs) board certified neonatal something or other. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we're not addicted no. to the show. Um, 
I I have to disagree with something go, um, said in the chat here. Um, I think it was Carolyn said that this episode was a lot like Grey's, uh-huh. and I disagree because okay. these people had had problems in their relationship, and they're actually working to resolve them. It, Carol, Carolyn said that. I, I'd love to hear. I mean, I'd like I'd to like hear her perspective. Why she thinks that that it was a lot like Grace because I just from that comment would disagree. Right. Because it, these people are actually trying to to work out their issues. Right. And where in Grace they just swim in the madness. Yeah, I, I'm sure she has her reasons for saying that, and, and I'd love to hear more about that because I th- this show is is yeah, I, is so that's why unique. I brought yeah, it up. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm not saying that you're wrong for blah blah. Anyway. <laughs> goodness so anyway um yeah it, w- let, let's talk about one other thing of course okay. a lot of things did happen at the hospital that I mean maybe you know that 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 you know that's some of the similarity there is she's running around one place to the other right but naomi came to the hospital several mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. throughout the day and oh, which was out of her way because she was not going there for any exactly reason but she, she was making she, special trips there. She yeah, she wanted Dell back, which it seems to me that they've completely forget forgotten the fact that he is madly in love with her, kissed her. I and, don't think they've forgotten about it. I think that they clearly showed that in his behavior towards her. Okay. I do. All right. Okay. Cool. Enough said. I, I just wanted to address that. I thought it it it, it you know. The, May, I, I think before if I were if I were um oh crud Sam if I Sam. were if I were Sam I think okay well here's my demands you never bake a cake for my wife again what I, if I was the writer of the show I'd write that in would you I would no more baking cakes at my wife at her at her oh, that's a great line he's I, baking cakes at me I, that that is a demand <laughs> i would have put in there okay so caroline says hmm uh, as someone said the storylines are alike surgeries etc and the complicated patients uh sociopath okay, were stop very typing people <laughs> <laughs> we, we lost it all right no i'll scroll up uh let's see here sociopath and whatever they or, decided he was i agree with you that private practice is gray's grown up though Okay. Uh, yeah. So, OK. So okay. they did have, you know, they did bring in some of the, you know, it's like he's bleeding out. It's like you don't hear bleeding out in private practice. So right. I kind of there is a little bit more. I think it was well, the hospital. I, I think it was in the hospital. Yeah. The hospital that was, scene. I did think bring that, it that was the difference. Okay. Exactly. Which I don't think that private practice has to completely break off from Gray's. And, and in no. fact, in the future, I would I still wouldn't mind seeing some more cameo appearances back okay. and forth. I think that would be awesome. I'm not I'm not I'm not against Grey's Anatomy. I just like oh, private no. but I do like private practice better. Yeah. I do a lot better. I, I mean, clearly we're not against Grey's. We'll be here tomorrow night at ten ten for that show. Yes, we will. You know, but um slash live. Absolutely. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh darn, it's gone now. I don't know. Really liked how Addison was able to to recognize the fact that I escaped a place where people weren't talking to come here and perform all these surgeries and not talk to anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that in trying to get away from what was driving her crazy, she ended up doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So that's all where I was going before was that Naomi comes to the hospital and she gets all upset that, you know, 
that Addison is at the hospital all day long. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, hey, I'm just trying to do my part. And then Naomi says, yeah, I wish you would have done that for me. And then she says, I wish, that, I wish you would have done that when I was in charge. And Addison says, you never asked. That's the problem. You never, never ask. And, and that's it, right. Yeah. That is completely right. I mean, Sam may be doing all of these crazy things to try to to try to get the practice out of the hole that it's in, but at least he's asking for help and it, putting um expectations on on people. Whether they're right or wrong, he's trying. He is asking. But she never asked for help. She just she carried the the burden alone and you know that obviously wasn't an easy burden for her to carry exactly and she lost it so let's talk about you know the one last thing with addison and then then we'll move on uh what do you think about swat guy he's adorable but he will always be christopher from gilmore girls to me was he who was christopher um he was rory's dad that guy was somebody's dad on. Yeah, I don't think I don't. You know, I I've never watched. I never personally watched Gilmore Girls. Right. But I certainly saw enough of it on. You know, while right. sitting on the couch with the laptop while you're watching it. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because that's how I get into so many of I your know. other shows. I know. But um, I don't remember ever seeing him. He was in and out a lot. Um, he he had a bigger role the last the last season. Because the whole premise of the show was that, you know, it was this mom and the daughter and, you know, it was always just the two of them and they were best friends. But um, but they they really had a good character in Christopher in the end. And I anyway, Stephanie, so, I want to ask you. Yeah. SWAT guy or Pete, who's better for Addison? Oh, my goodness gracious. Who's better for her? Who do you like better? I don't know. Oh, come on. You have to like one or the other. I don't know. I like both of them. Why? Why? Well, I mean. L- SWAT guy's adorable. Okay. And, you know, he is. D- 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 does Kit- he actually have a name? Because he has a gun. Thank you, Beth. Because he has a gun. <laughs> and Kim says he's the sexy <laughs> uniform guy. He's got his. He's got his. SWAT. Yeah, I love that he's always wearing that T-shirt like he has no other shirt in his closet. I guess that's he's always, but, <laughs> you know, out doing his swatting stuff. Sure. He's but swatting things. Don't even cops get days off every now and again? No, it doesn't um, sound like it. Anyway. I, I like Pete better. I, I really like Pete. Pete needs they, an older woman in his life. They made, <laughs> seriously, um, they made a strong case for Pete in such a strong case for Pete in the beginning uh-huh. and such a, a sexual tension between the two of them that I don't see them not going back there. Yeah. I mean, clearly they will, they will um, revisit that. But right now SWAT guys, the healthier relationship. Okay. Okay. For what Addison wants. So he is just going to be, he'd make a good husband between guy who Pete. No. Or SWAT guy. SWAT guy. Well, if it's if he's going to be husband and dad, then you don't want Pete in the end. No, I'm saying that that's what that is what is going to attract her to him is that he would 
in her mind, he would make a good husband and dad. But in reality, it well, not in reality, but in Addison's reality. Stephanie, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This the line is, is starting to crawl. <laughs> this is still a TV show. I know. Trust me. I know. In Addison's reality, um, anyone that she gets involved in right now would be a rebound from her screwed up relationships in Seattle. So um, he's really doomed either way. Right. All righty. So, you know, I, I like Pete and but I agree right now that it's not the healthy w- relationship for her at this time. The, the practice would only be more complicated with that relationship. And I think that they showed that something deeper tonight. They showed that something deeper can develop between Addison and Pete when he was in her office. And they're like, yeah, a couple more, you know, months like this and we could be old friends. Mm-hmm. And so building on a friendship that can grow into something more rather than um, building on sexual sexual tension tension that's not going to build into anything except an explosion. Right. So, which I guess probably would be a great way to lead us into Cooper and Charlotte. Oh my goodness. I, I know why you saved them for last because it's the perfect tie in to my (laughs) interview with the actors that play those characters. So I only have one thing to say about um, Cooper and Charlotte, and that is that they are adorable and he wants more and i really want to see them write some i really want to see them write some depth to those characters relationship you i i cannot well i'll tell you what forget it i'm gonna go ahead and play it <laughs> i right. knew i would get it out of all you. right so so here we go this is a seven minute and 17 second interview i'm gonna go ahead and play it now and uh we'll come back right after it's done so let's go ahead very good I have a friend of mine on the show. You're on Man Talk with Bill and Brennan, Kimberly, but I have a friend of mine who actually does a radio show just on private practice. So I'm going to let uh, Cliff Ravenscraft ask you a couple questions, and then I'll take the tail end. Go ahead, Cliff. You are live, baby. A question for Cliff. Where is the radio show that's just about private practice? Yeah, it's called the Private Practice Fan Podcast. We record live every Wednesday evening after a new episode of Private Practice at 10, 10 p.m. at gspn.tv slash live. And after the fact, we take what we have recorded in our show and the live participation from other viewers of the show who have called in and interacted with us. We take that recording and put it out into a podcast form available for download in iTunes and other places like that and have a pretty massive audience that just absolutely loves the show and talking about it on a weekly basis. Wow. Paul, the first question I have for you is, as an actor, which role do you enjoy playing the most? Do you enjoy being the fun, friendly guy, Dr. Cooper Freeman, or somebody a little bit more sinister, such as the Paul Kellerman character of Prison Break? I I, I enjoy both. I mean, they're both such fun, different characters. And, you know, the fun part of being an actor is you get to put on all these different hats and Save babies or shoot people, you know, depending on uh, which role you're doing. <laughs> I, I really enjoy both of them. Now that I'm sitting across from Katie, she's smiling at me. It's like I, I, can't, I can't really complain about being Cooper. Kimberly's <laughs> question would be, who's the, be- who's the best kisser? Who's the, who's the best kisser you've had so far on screen? Katie Strickland, by far. Okay. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cliff. All right, Katie, this one's for you. And I can't believe this still comes up in conversation on a consistent basis, but it's the accent. There are so many people that are in major dispute over whether or not your accent is something that's true to you or if it's something that is done just for the show. Do you want to set the record straight? 
Um, I don't know. You tell me. Are you hearing me talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Georgia, honey. The, one of the gifts of this character, Shonda really wanted me to have my natural voice, which takes so much pressure off me, and I think it also adds a lot to who Charlotte is. It just, it just fits. It's a real gift to not have to think about losing the accent, but it is all mine. Very cool. I happen to like the southern accent myself. One other question I wanted to ask is Charlotte King, the character, just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. It it just seemed kind of odd for us as an audience to sit there to think that somebody who has such an important position in the hospital would spend so much time at one individual practice, you know, showing up at their front door on a consistent basis. And I recognized very early on that they wanted to bring you back as a recurring character. And obviously they've written a pretty steamy relationship between the two of you as to how they're going to continue to be able to bring you on as a regular character. Obviously tonight there's some tie-in about how they're even going to bring maybe Addison into the hospital a little bit more. We'll see all about that. But really I want to talk about this relationship. The relationship has been a little bit, you know, on the edge But I'm wondering how you individually feel as actors. What do you guys want to see as this relationship progresses? Are you hoping for this to become something for the show that is a very viable relationship? I believe you'll have to tune in and see that it does become (laughs) something a little more interesting and certainly more believable as it goes on um, as, as, as you watch the unfoldment of what we're doing in season two. You'll, you'll see we ebb and flow a lot between uh, between goings on and taking a step back and kind of expanding our little relationship horizons, I think you could say. I think it's interesting that uh, they both are people that haven't really been in serious relationships before, but they kind of start these shenanigans together. And uh, even though, you know, Charlotte is a little wackadoodle, they, they really decided <laughs> they're going to try to make a go of it. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it's two people that have, have very successful pers- uh, professional lives but have never really gone down that road personally and going to try to do it together. Very nice. Good enough. We like that. Wow, good question. Uh, I, I have a question for Paul. Um, take Because we like to know, like, personal stuff. So take us back to your childhood. What, what was it growing up? Uh, first of all, is Adelstein, is that like an acting name you took on, or is that is that the real thing? Adelstein, I'm sorry. I changed it from um, uh, Rabbi Henry Sharpstein to Adelstein. <laughs> I thought it would, I thought it would help me in Hollywood. <laughs> so you grew up in Chicago, or is that just where you lived? I grew up in Chicago. grew up in a suburb of Chicago and then moved into the city uh, before high school. went to high school in the city. Started acting there in Chicago and uh, went to college in Maine, but went back to Chicago and did a lot of acting there. And you do improv? Slowly, gently, started coming to the West Coast. So how, how, how was it growing up? What, what, what were mom and dad? What was dad, a truck driver and mom was a nurse? Or take us through that person. Uh, my father was a lawyer and my mother uh, worked in the art world in Chicago. And uh, I had an older brother and an older sister, both who went to uh, you know, uh, high school in Chicago before they left for school. And then I went to a different high school because we moved into the city. And uh, I was always a kid that did plays and stuff like that. But I, I, I certainly didn't, didn't know I was going to be an actor. Uh, it wasn't the type of school where you got to come home from for lunch and mom made your sandwiches or something like that, right? I feel like you're on to something here. <laughs> it was one of those schools. I would come home, my mother would cut the, uh, you know, the crusts off my peanut butter and jelly sandwich before I ate them, and it was very sweet. 
No, yeah, I think oh. you're just kidding there. I think that's more of a 50s type thing. I think you're too young to have gone through that. You know, I walked to school. I came home. to Maybe Katie did. Did you grow up in Patterson, Georgia, Katie? I sure did. And how was life in Patterson? It was pretty simple. I had one traffic light, one flash food, um, and the school that I went to, and one beauty salon and a church. There <laughs> wasn't a lot going on. Okay. And how was mom and dad? What type of family life? Extraordinary. They're still married. Um... My father was a coach and an educator and a disciplinarian, and uh, went on to be superintendent. And my mother is a nationally recognized nurse, an RN, who taught nursing. So I grew up um, a little bit with a medical background, kind of uh, right in front of me at all times. Um, and life is pretty simple. In the summers, I pick tobacco and, and uh, you know, have the total farm and, and river life that I grew up with. And... and uh, and then I ran quickly and very fastly to the big city of Philadelphia the minute I could. Alrighty, well that's the interview. That's very good. That was so much fun. I'll tell you what, I could get used to doing more of those. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to say real quickly, um, thank you to Bill over at mantalk.com for hooking that up for me and allowing me to be a part of his interview with them. That was a very nice honor. And I just want to say thank you very much uh, for that. And wow, I tell you, you, you talk about, we watched the show and I enjoy these characters. And, and of course for me, I've seen, I've seen Paul play, Paul Kellerman right. on Prison Break. Right. So I did get to see Which the- was I, I love that because I love getting to see um actors play roles where clearly on one show you are meant to dislike their character. You know, he was the bad guy, he was searching for the heroes on that show and trying to kill them and you know, and then in the end, in the very, very end, his character um does something nice and then you, you're like as soon as you start to like him they kill him off and then you've got his character on private practice where he's someone that you love from the beginning yes. you know and I love to see um, I love to see how versatile actors can be in playing the I, different the different roles and characters I, it was just I, I enjoyed the fact that I got to ask him that question you know yeah. which one do you prefer playing and I loved that he says you know what that's that's the greatest thing about what I do is that you know I get to choose <laughs> one day I can shoot <laughs> shoot people the other day I get to save babies it, I it's know. like I, I get to be whatever I want and I like that I, and I that's the coolest thing about this is that talking to them I can I could just sense a real uh, enjoyment uh, that they love what they're doing and and you know and, and that's not true of everybody you you would think that everybody that that is a celebrity if you will it is must absolutely love what they're doing and you can just sense you know just from seeing the amount of suicides drug addictions and all these other right. things that are going on out there that that's not always true but I could sense from both of these two that they absolutely love what they're doing. They, I mean, you could just tell we were having fun. It was a great conversation and what an honor. And I just want to say, Katie and Paul, if you happen to be listening to this, thank you. I, I really appreciated the opportunity to talk with you today. And I am so sorry that I missed it. I am too. I really am. Next time I will, we'll find somebody else to take. We'll, we'll actually have to have McKenna run a little late for preschool next time. That, that, that will be fine. All right. 
All right. She'll be late next time. Well, I'll tell you what. Does anybody, we have a couple people that are dialed in by phone. Okay. If you hit star eight to request a talk, right now we'll bring you in if you want to say something. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. But uh, before we do, I do want to say something. You are listening to the Private Practice Fan Podcast, uh, which is obviously a just one of about 20 productions we do here at gspn.tv. And we want to ask you to check out some of our other podcasts. Simply go to gspn.tv. There are lots of other shows. We talked about Family from the Heart. We have the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, just lots of shows available, lots of entertainment, family-friendly stuff, uh, family-focused stuff, faith-based, technology, we got it all. And of course, uh, you might be asking yourself, hey, I've been listening to The Private Practice ever since you guys did episode one, but for some reason, I happen to be missing episode number 11 of Private Practice. And Stephanie, do you want to explain why they might be missing episode number 11? Because it's plus member only. And um, to find out more information about that, you can go to gspn.tv slash plus and find out all about everything about that. But you put me on the spot while I was typing in the chat room. So if there's anything that that I left out, then you can. No, that's very cool. (laughs) And of course, uh, one other announcement, and this is for the community as a whole, by the way, we want to let you know there is the 2008 People's Choice Podcast Awards. Uh, And I think this is like the third or fourth annual podcast awards. And if you go to podcastawards.com, starting October 23rd and for 15 days, you're allowed to vote one time each day for 15 days for your favorite podcast in up to 22 categories. We were nominated for For six six of those. Six of our shows are nominated for six different categories, and we want to encourage the gspn.tv community to please come and vote for us every single day. In fact, if you're willing to do that and you want to be reminded every day, I've got a ton of emails. People actually, I I thought maybe 20, 30 people might say, I've got a ton of emails. So I'm going to set up an email list just for people who want to be notified every day to vote for GSPN uh, for the 15 days. And I will remind you, just send me an email to feedback at gspn.tv and say, Cliff, remind me every day to vote for you guys. Make sure you put me on that list because I will not remember to vote every (laughs) day. I will put you on the list. And uh, and being that... that, my my podcast full time mom is is nominated. I really want to be able to vote. And yeah, and oh, not that I won't vote for the rest of them. I will. Right, and and of course, if you're wondering what six shows those are, go to gspn.tv. On the home page, there's the list of the six categories and the place where they're nominated. And we do have our good friend, Chef Mark, who is a plus member, mm-hmm. a mem- a, an awesome member of this community and joins many of our live shows, sometimes co-hosts with us. Yes. And his show was nominated for the food and drink category. It was. And we want to encourage our friends in the gspn.tv community to uh, rock the vote for Remarkable Palette podcast okay. in rock Somebody's the vote gonna come and get you for using their slogan <laughs> that's all right I, I, no. pod the vote how's that andrea you're on the line go ahead hi guys i just wanted to say congrats on the interview you did awesome it was cool to get a different perspective from from the actors themselves oh thank Very you cool. it was yeah, a- I just wanted to with that and say hello <laughs> 
Very cool. Thank you, Andrea. It's awesome to have you out there. And uh, Andrea is, of course, another Plus member. And thank you. It, it was a it was a ton of fun. And it was it was it was the highlight of my day today. Well, actually, that's not true. I got to eat lunch with this beautiful woman named Stephanie. That was the highlight of my day. Really? Have I met her? <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. If you want to find out how you can get every episode uh, rather than every other episode, uh, go to gspn.tv slash plus. And of course, Stephanie, we can't end this podcast. Yes, I'm pointing at you. I'm pointing at you. Do you want to tell them about the forum? I want to tell them about the forum because I have been having um, lots of fun reading messages over there. I um, haven't posted anything yet, but um, new focus on our forum. You can find it at gspn.tv slash forum. Um, there is a section for the private practice podcast uh, or the private practice show under um, TV shows. And so you can find it and lots of talk going on in there about the show. Hundreds of people. gspn.tv slash forum. We'll see you there as you join Join the the community. community.